Hello and welcome to episode number three of the Audio Roast Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Isaacs. Welcome to the show. I want to say thanks again for joining us. Um, some of you, this is your first time uh, watching us here on the Audio Roast Podcast. And some of you have been with us since week one. So I want to say a big shout out and thank you to all of you. Um, that being said, I did go back and look at, you know, some of the previous uh, episodes, both of them. And uh, maybe... In, in doing so, I've realized that I haven't taken the two seconds to kind of tell you what we're all about here at the Audio Roast Podcast. So that's what I'm going to be doing uh, just real quick at the beginning of the show today. Um, so here at the Audio Roast Podcast, we're going to be covering all things music, all kinds of music, all kinds of uh, genres, decades, artists, you name it. We're going to do it all from pop to metal to country to rock to R&B, hip hop, jazz, rap anything you name it we're gonna do it if you want to do a full show about musicals guess what we're gonna do musicals um the thing is i've actually already gone ahead and planned most of the rest of this year and a lot of next year um as far as show topics and whatnot um the problem i've run into though is i need to know who to put on these shows as guests so that's why i've reached out recently and asked what kind of music do you listen to what are you knowledgeable about um because I want to make sure that I have the right guest here for the right show um, and make it the best experiences we can for everybody involved um, and those of you watching as well. So um, that being said, the way that we discuss music is a variety of different ways, but one of my favorites is by playing games. Um, I'm a big gamer. I like playing video games, board games, card games, all of it. We grew up doing that, so um, I've created games to feature in the show for you and for your fun and entertainment to play along with us. So please do, uh, when we're playing games and stuff, your comments and um, your your two cents as we're playing is always welcome. I wanna hear from you. Um, tell me if you like the artist or the song that we're talking about or the, or the decade or the genre. Um, give us your input and let us know, be a part of the show. Um, that being said, some of what we cover is going to be kind of cringy. Um, some of the performances are not going to be that hot, and that's okay. Because uh, guess what? We're going to roast them if they are not good. We have no problem doing so. We're not going to walk on eggshells. We're not going to you know, beat around the bush. We're going to call a spade a spade. If you suck, we're going to tell you you suck. But here's the other side of that coin, too. Um, some of these are really good performances. Um, some of these can be very inspiring, actually. Um, it might inspire you to open your eyes to a whole different style of music or even um, a song that you've heard, hearing it in a different style or um, somebody making it their own um, can kind of open your eyes to seeing that there's more ways uh, you know, to, to skin a cat, if you will. Um, music doesn't have to be so rigid and so um, predictable. Like some, some of what makes it entertaining, a lot of what makes it entertaining is the story that we tell as individuals, um, as translators of the music. So that being said, um, some of it is very cringy and that's gonna be great. Um, I'm really actually looking forward to the cringe uh, and some of it's gonna be just flat out phenomenal. So I look forward to showcasing all of that um, but I'm going to be doing all that over a nice roasted cup of coffee. Freshly roasted, by the way. I hope that you join us, too, in, in drinking coffee. Or if you don't like coffee, tea, uh, or water, or beer, or whatever, it doesn't matter. Drink something with us. Just let loose and have fun. Let's, let's get away for a while. Um, that's what I'm all about here. So, speaking of fun, um, I want to say thanks to Nathan Bryce uh, for being a guest on the show last week. Nathan was a lot of fun. I enjoyed having him here, and I look forward to having him back very soon. 
Um, it's Nathan Bryce from Nathan Bryce and Loaded Dice. Be sure to check him out on Facebook and follow him. They've got a lot of shows coming up. Um, I know he's a busy guy and they're a busy band, so um, be sure and give him a follow. Go check him out sometime. It's well worth it. I also want to say thanks to Alex Hines from Mood Ring Circus for showing up last week. Let me tell you about Alex. Alex flew all the way in to Springfield, Missouri from Los Angeles, California, just to be here on the show. Okay, maybe not. Uh, he, he does have a show, though, and he did fly all the way out just to do that show. I mean, yes, and see family and whatnot, of course, but he's playing a show tonight at Shuffle, um, and you can go and check him out. There's, I'm sure, limited um, capacity due to all the social distancing and quarantining and all the, you know, all the stuff. The, it's the world we live in. Um, and so if you're unable to go out, if they're at capacity, or if you don't feel like going out, if you can't go out, if you don't feel comfortable going out, guess what? You could still check it out. They're doing a live stream for the full show. Um, Tom Hembry from Eye Candy LED is going to be the one that's producing and 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 putting this whole thing on uh, for for all of us to watch um, on on Facebook Live. Um, so you can check it out on Tom Hembry's page, or you can even just go to the Shuffle Facebook page and check it out there. Um, now that being said, let me tell you about what's going on next week. That's right. So once a month. Uh, we are going to be doing Classic Album Clash. Now, what that is, it's a concept where you take one band or one artist and two of their uh, different albums, and we're going to go track by track and decipher which one, which track is better, and all to determine the ultimate winner of which album was better um, on a track by track basis. So we'll get into all the details and stuff next week. No big deal. Um, but this week... It is all about rock from 1970. It was a great year. I, As I'm told, I wasn't even born yet, but I have to be honest with you. In my musical taste, I'm the kind of guy that I'd rather, I'm at the point in my life, I'd rather go backwards and forwards. Um, I, I, the deeper dive stuff I enjoy. So um, along uh, for the journey with us today is Mr. Gene Whedon from Innuendo. Um, and also Eric Gwynn from Sister Lucille. They're going to be helping turn the pages back in the yearbook. Um, and again, we're going to be talking all things rock from 1970. So we are in for a really fun show today. I want to say thanks again for joining us. I'm really glad to have you here. Um, we're going to take a quick little break uh, at the word from our very first sponsor. You're never going to believe who this first sponsor is, by the way. So uh, stick around and we're going to get all the fun and game started here in just one minute. Musicians, do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with next level production. Let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound, lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. Contact Jared Isaacs and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. Be an experience. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to the show. Welcome, Mr. Gene Whedon from Innuendo. And I think I see him over there. I, I can't really tell if that's you or not, but that seems to be Mr. Eric Gwynn oh, yes. from Sister Lucille. How's it going, fellas? Oh, just great. Just Good, man. Fine and dandy. Good. I want to say thanks again for uh, coming um, on even short notice. Normally, I like to schedule this kind of thing out in advance. I'm a scheduler. I'm a planner. 
and uh, it's not the way it worked. So, right. Somebody's phone volume is up. I think I can hear it. I can That's hear it. Oh, oh of course it's Eric. Of course. <laughs> all right, not no more. So who all is out there watching with us? I want to know. If you're watching, uh, go ahead and say hello in the comments so we can see who's here. Um, so I want to I want to give a chance to uh, kind of get to know these guys, um, do you know, kind of a quick little interview and whatnot. But like I said uh, at the beginning of the show, I just want to jump. Let's jump straight into um, a quick little game. Uh, another way to get to know you guys without having to ask, "Hi, how are you? Where are you from? How long you been here?" Let's let's let people get to know you musically. So um, I suggest let's start again. You guys ready? Yeah, sure. All right, awesome. Versus, versus, versus. I guess so. Yes, I, that's not a stutter. That's actually a, a little something, something I came up with. <laughs> so uh, what we've got is we're going to put two different artists uh, with two different songs and put them head to head. And I just want you guys kind of uh, rapid fire to tell me which song you prefer of these two that are mashed up. So um, let's see what we've got up first. James Brown, Sex Machine versus Ike and Tina Turner, Proud Mary. Eric, what do you got? James Brown. James Brown. James Brown. Good Lord. Ow! <laughs> Gene. Touch myself. What do you think, Gene? There's no wrong answer, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I've got to go Sex Machine because there's just so much funk going on there. Oh, there really that, is. That wow. like, speaks to my soul. Yeah. There really is. Um, and, you know, anytime that you watch James do this live, like the tightness of the band gets me every time. Yeah. That being said, I as a, as a vocalist, I get tired of hearing the same lyrics 60 times. So uh, for that, I'd rather go rolling in the river with uh, Ike and Tina. Oh. Well, James Brown was always smart enough to hire awesome musicians to surround him. That's very, very true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, for sure. For sure. Let's see what's next. Oh, uh, Midnight Rider by Allman Brothers Band versus Southern Man by Neil Young. No contest. Oh, Gene. What, what? Allman oh. Brothers, Knight Rider, Midnight yeah. Rider all the way. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. That's a good thing you did, Eric. Otherwise, you would have been the only one out because I agree. Right. <laughs> right, right. Roadhouse Blues by The Doors versus Mississippi Queen by Mountain. Oh, Mississippi Queen. Yeah. 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 Um, Eric, why do you think Mississippi Queen? That is a rockin' just a balls to the wall. <laughs> it really is. It really is, it's yeah. I, mean, just, I like, I like the blues a, and I like the feel of uh, Roadhouse Blues, but hands down, Mississippi Queen is just a far and away better song, well, in my like opinion. Well, in fact, you might hear Mississippi Queen one time a year on the radio. Right, yeah. And Roadhouse Blues... Six hundred times a day. Let's see here. George Harrison, "My Sweet Lord" versus Ohio by Crosby, Stills and Nash. Hmm. I'm Ohio. Yeah. Oh, you're going anti-Beatle, huh? Uh, it's not the uh, anti-Beatle. I just that song. Yeah. Makes me quiver. Yeah. It, and I mean, not. I, I don't want to go there, but it's very fitting even to this day. So, yeah. Or dead in Ohio. 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 <laughs> All right. There you go. So that's versus, versus, versus. All right. Now then, I want to kind of get to know Mr. Gene Whedon from Innuendo. Yeah, let's get to know. Yeah, let's let's do, huh? Um, dun, 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 dun. Gene, how long has uh, Innuendo been together? How long have you guys been a band? Innuendo became a band in 1994 or five. Really? I mean, long. Are you serious? I had I, no idea. I, I kid you not. Back wow. In, back when uh, we were originally a four-piece, and it was uh, 
Chris Leo, Paul Tomlinson, myself, and a gentleman by the name of Tim Stallman. We were a four-piece up in Kansas City. Paul actually lived down here in Springfield. We'd drive back and forth for gigs. Oh, wow. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. So um, how has uh, the, you know, the world that we're living in right now with all the quarantine and all the social distancing, how has that been um, as far as an effect for the band? Have you guys had to cancel a lot of shows and stuff? Yeah, obviously. I mean, we're the same boat as everybody else. We're just dying to go play and can't. Yeah. So yep, it's been for a sure. bit, bit of a challenge. Do you guys still practice as much as you did when you played, or do you, have you reeled that back as well? We've had to reel that back as well. Because, yep. I mean, we've... Uh, Everybody, it doesn't do any good for the social distancing if we're still everybody's still coming over to my house and getting together. Getting and, together yeah, so. yep, right. that's true. Um, and then there's also, you know, I've got a, several irons in the fire as far as new bands and stuff. Um, we've pulled back for that reason, but also because as a creative person, whenever you, when the ball starts to get rolling, we get excited, we get amped up, and then our next thing is we can't wait to play out. And so it's like we got to kind of ease off the gas pedal for that reason as well. Um, we don't want to get so amped up and then have nowhere to actually – um, you know, play out and, and get rid of some of that energy. So, so yeah. Um, now tell me if I've got this right. You work at a car dealership, correct? I do. Okay. So, uh, would you consider yourself a good salesman? Sure. Okay. I, there's spirit. <laughs> uh, sell us on why it is that you like music from the seventies. Music from the seventies. Okay. So by and large, no click tracks. You, you found out who could actually keep time and who couldn't. Uh, nothing was sequenced. There's no digital way to fix anything. It was either played and recorded or it was just not there. Uh, the, 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 to me, the 70s and very, or very early 80s, that's when the, the really the great recordings to me stopped because you had fantastic musicians that went into the studio and were forced to be fantastic in a very controlled environment. And if they couldn't pull that off, you just didn't, they didn't make it. Yeah, that's very and, true. And now you've got musicians, in my opinion, that are somewhat, they got some good ideas. They can do a little bit of this good, a little bit of that good. You put them in a the studio and then we'll just digitally fix the crap out of it until we've got a product. And I'm not a fan of assembling music. I'm a fan of playing music. You put a band in a room and let them play. Don't go, hey, uh, guys, the drummer can be here on Thursday and the guitar player is going to be here on Saturday. And right. you, you assemble music and you can't look at each other and, and feel and, and feed off each other. You're just assembling stuff and yes it's, it's a way different feel than you know you listen to a lot of stuff in the 70s you can tell they're in the same room cueing off of each other and and that that's it's just a live recording and yeah you can go back and fix a bad note here and there uh because it's you know because it's still got that human element but that's what you know like what you're saying that's what's missing from today's music right is that human element like it's become so regimented that there is no mistake. You can't hear any, you know, like a, a little flow away from the tempo or something, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. Yeah. I, I dig that stuff. I, 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 I'm a, I'm a fan of going and watching a live band and actually watching somebody screw up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because it, it reminds me that they're human. It, it's, it, it took, took years for me on stage to, to embrace when I screw up or, you know, it, we're a three man band. It's Paul and Dean Daisy and myself. If, if one of us screws up while we're live, we will look at each other and just berate each other and have fun with it because it's <laughs> it's fun that we're up there having a ball. I mean, it, right? Not everybody gets to do what 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 us musicians do. Get up there and and have fun doing what we love. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's you know, it, it we kind of have the best of both worlds now. We have things that are way too well. I say the best of, and I definitely don't mean that. Um, Whereas back in, you know, like we're talking about in the seventies, people were very professional with their musicianship. Like they took it extremely seriously. Um, and now it's either 
one extreme or the other, right? So either people are really decent pl- decent players, but like perfect that in a studio that that allows them to be able to do so, or uh, they're just hobbyists that really don't put a lot of investment into it the way that people used to back in the day. Um, and so you get both extremes of people that sound really good, but maybe really when it comes down to uh, brass tacks, they're not so hot. Yeah. So it, that's one of the reasons I'm my kind of private vice is stuff like the voice and, and, and even American Idol from time to time, because it's, you get, you get people on there doing, doing live performances and stuff. And, and man, some of those people are freaking amazing. Yeah. And so yeah. That, that's, I, I dig that when people you know, sit in your basement or your room or your apartment or whatever it is and hone your craft, you know, you've, if you've got a, uh, something you can deal with, you know, you got to have the basics that are just a, a gift to you. But if you take the time and really hone that and go out there and show people what you've done, that, that's just, that's awesome. A lot yeah. of people up there just doing their thing. For sure. Um, Josh Poole on Facebook also says 70s had great melodies, harmonies, and solos. Uh, I think especially on the harmonies, in my opinion, uh, oh, that's, yeah. that's something that's extremely lost. Um, yes. both in, in music and in vocals. Um, Again, it's usually, and I'm guilty of this too in my band. Like I record all the vocals in in my band, so um, it's not that the other people can't. It's just that's what's kind of the best thing, and so you lose again more of that human element, um, and that also in turn makes it harder to kind of kind of connect with a full band. And that's a whole nother story. Like nowadays, you can name Katy Perry, but what's Katy Perry's drummer's name? You don't know, but you could tell me everybody that was in Queen. You know, so it's there's that. Ah. Yeah. Um. So. Um, that's Gene Whedon. Gene, we're going to keep getting to know you along the night here. Um, but in the meantime, let's go ahead and throw to another game. Dun, 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 dun. What's it going to be? All right. Yeah. Guess that song in reverse, the 1970 rock edition. Okay. So <laughs> I've, I found in, in the, doing the couple episodes that we've done here so far, some people are very not good at this and that's okay. Yeah. This is not easy. And some yeah. people, you're able to actually kind of mentally take those melodies and stuff, um, especially in the 70s. I think it'll be easier because, again, like Josh said, there are more melodies and stuff. And you can kind of follow that and then kind of put that in reverse in your brain and and guess it. So I'm going to throw a couple of these up here and see uh, which one of you guys can guess this first. So uh, looking for the artist and the name of the song. Whoever can name it, just throw it out there. You ready? Okay, here we go. Got it? Alice Cooper, 18. Yeah. That's correct. I had the Alice Cooper. I couldn't get the song. There you go. I had to keep listening for a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Um, Just as a random piece of trivia, can either of you guys guess what the next, what the name of the next uh, single from Alice Cooper was after 18, which, by the way, was his first uh, hit single? School's Out. Mm. Do you have another guess, Eric? Um, No? Drawing a blank. Drawing a blank. Uh, It's a good thing you weren't caught in a dream. That was apparently his other hit. It's one that I've never heard of, but I did listen to it, and it is a cool song. It's definitely got a 70s feel to it. Um, it just doesn't have that big, yeah. poppy kind of rock wow. sound that he kind of grew famous for. So uh, let's try another one here. Okay. Uh, so, uh, it's Zeppelin. Zeppelin. 
Oh, James King. Grand uh, Funk 49, yeah. Wow. There you go. You're way better at this than I Eric did well. I prefer my music in the forward gear. Oh, do you? Uh, I'll be honest with you, Gene. I absolutely agree, but Facebook Live does not like me doing that, so oh. I've learned to not do it. Okay, Eric, <laughs> if you get the next one, you actually have to say the artist in the title, them in reverse as well. Oh, oh, I <laughs> couldn't agree more. <laughs> You'd be surprised what his win-loss record would be and go through the roof. I just have to give it to him. Well, I just recognize Joe's. Boys, and oh, you just answered the question: What band member left James Gang and went on to join the iconic band, the Eagles? Yeah, I'll take Joe of Walsh for a thousand Alex. That's right. Uh, Alex. The year was 1975. That's right. <laughs> it was a very good. Wow. Let's try another one. All right. Oh, spirit, spirit in the sky. Bye, my spirit. Norman Greenbaum. Hey. That's right. Norman Greenbaum. Boop, 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 boop. Norman Greenbaum. Norman Greenbaum. Ever heard of him? He's a nice Jewish name singing about Jesus. Always correct the, me. This song was called. I'm Ken. Are you reading this? Oh, what's the, what's going on here? Oh, wow. So I looked up a little Wikipedia action on Mr. Greenbaum, <laughs> and it says uh, right, right right from the uh, ever so reliable source of Wikipedia, Spirit in the Sky makes several religious references to Jesus, although Greenbaum is Jewish. In a 2006 interview with the New York Times, Greenbaum told a reporter he was inspired to write a song after watching Porter Wagner singing a gospel on TV. (laughs) Greenbaum said, yeah, I can do that, knowing nothing about gospel music. So I sat down and wrote my own gospel song. It came to me easy. I wrote the words in about 15 minutes. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) Norman Greenbaum coming in hot. Well, I had the, I had the song right, but I didn't know it was. I always thought it was by the band well, Spirit. Spirit, yeah, know. yeah. No, he had a lot of spirit for this one song. Anyway, I don't yeah. know that. It, uh, Gene, do you know of any other songs by him? I can't think of anything. I that, don't. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he was a one hit wonder. I'm gonna, and it was a hell of a hit. Yeah. I think that's a strong limb. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, let's try one more. <laughs> Santana, Evil Ways. Oh, such a good guess. You're very close. You got. I'll tell you, you got the artist right. Hard to hear. Hard. Hey, look, all right, what's the name of it? It's, it's Santana. You got to say it fast, that way no one knows that you got it wrong. That's right. Oya como va? Oya como va? Which, according to the old uh, internets, um, translated, it's, uh, hey, how's it going is the name of the song. And in case you don't know, there's like two lines uh, repeated like, two or three, four times throughout the song, and that's all that the song is made up of. And those lyrics translated said, uh, say, listen how the rhythm goes. It's good for enjoying Mulata. That's oh. it. Okay, cool. uh, so trivia for you, Mr. Isaacs. Okay. Oh, and on the album cover there, can you see the keyboard player with his head turned? Oh, boy, yes. And, and who is it? Uh, hmm. I already know the answer. Okay, so I know that... Um, I should know this. Okay, so I know that uh, Neil Sean also played with Santana. That, um, yes, but I don't think that's Neil. Um, no, not on keyboards. Definitely. So not. I'm gonna guess. Gosh, was it John Lord? Nope, it's Greg Rowley. Oh, exactly. Man, okay. Greg Rowley and Neil Sean left Santana to go form Journey. Yep. Wow, there you go. And I I was on the right track with my Journey guess. I should have stayed on that on that train track. It. Now, Gene, yeah. who was the drummer in the first early original Journey when they first put that band together? Hmm. Oh, that would be Ashley Dunbar. There you go. Whew. 
Very nice. Man, hey, you want to sit over here in this host spot, Gene? You're killing it, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, everybody gets lucky once in a while. Yeah. I had the band right. I just. Yep, indeed. Nice. Indeed. So, um, okay, right. well, your, your, your record is speaking volumes, Eric, and now I want you to speak volumes. Um, you play with a band, Sister Lucille. Tell me a little bit about that. Like, how did that get started, and how long ago was it that you guys formed? When I first joined Sister Lucille? Okay, yeah. Um, they started, I want to say, Kim said, they put that band together in 2012, I believe. And then the original bass player was her stepdad, uh, Terry Simmons, as I known him as Tar Baby. Uh-huh. Um, he was with them for a couple years, and then when he announced that he was retiring, he had told Kim and Jamie that he wanted me to take his spot. He already had me picked out, and that's what Kim told me. And he had met you? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> and he still thought that. Clear I, it up. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I guess so, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Um. Yeah, now... I ask about Sister Lucille because that's what you're in currently. What else are you in currently? Is well, I, actually, I, I'm not in Sister Lucille no more. Oh, really? Yeah. So I what? I know you you don't sit idle very long or very well. So what well, other irons do you have in the fire? Well, I just so happen to be in a band with Gene. Shut the front what? door. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Gene, Rick Moore says hello. What's up, Rick? Okay, carry on. Um. So, uh, is there some sort of a heart tribute that's coming together? Is that kind of what I hear rumblings of? Uh, yes. Yeah? Okay. Uh, along with uh, Paul Tomlinson, John really? Boos, is that how you say his name? Uh, John did. Boots, as is what we call him in uh, the Dirty Saints. <laughs> well, yeah, that's easier to say. <laughs> John Boots. Um, John Boots. Yep. Sylvia Henry. And our new Nancy Wilson is uh, Shannon Stein. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, do you have your first show booked yet, or are you still in the uh, well, putting things together phase? Take it away, Gene. We're still in the figuring the crap out. For yeah. State. yeah. Uh, no, it, uh, we're talking, what are we talking, August, September, something like that? Yeah, that's what. Yeah. yeah. We, got, we, got, we actually have a couple of folks wanting us to, to jump out there, but we want to jump out there actually a little, trying to be well prepared. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hard stuff is just. Oh the the god. early stuff from the seventies oh is shocking how hard it is. It is. Yes. It but is. what's nice about it though is the recordings and stuff in most cases are still very clean and you can pick those parts out. Sometimes right now, like in a lot of recordings, I feel like things are very muddy and it's hard to pick out your parts, especially like for a bass player or sure. something, I would imagine. Oh my god, for the bass part of it. Yeah. Uh what's his name? Everybody Sam likes Paulson. to EQ their recordings on the oh, low yeah. end nowadays, so it's hard to decipher things. That early years, the seventies era of heart. Steve Paulson, that guy is tough to mimic. Yeah. Holy crap. There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. He's in, got some. In those first few albums. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's got some tasteful, just intricate, I mean, just yeah. mind-blowing licks that he does. I'm constantly hitting my rewind button on my CD. Like, oh, yeah. What's he doing that? <laughs> what and how? <laughs> I mean, constantly going over it and over it. And I feel like Steve Paulson is a underrated bass player because he Absolutely. should be way up Yeah. There. Yeah, for sure. He's never on anybody's list, and I agree he should be for sure. Um, so um, I know that uh, you filled in for us one time back in the uh, Sunset Strip days in oh, my old yeah. band, um, and that was like on very short notice, and yeah. I'm the kind of person that's easily impressed with stuff like that because it's no easy task. And I know before we started, Gene, you and I were talking, and that's kind of what you used to do in the day as well uh, via the percussion shop. Um, yes. Are there any other instruments that either of you guys play besides what you're known for? 
started out on drums. That was my first instrument. I didn't start playing bass until my senior year in high school. And then right around that same time, I even, you know, I pick up playing guitar, do some guitar. Did you make the switch from drums to a stringed instrument about that time because you couldn't see over the drum set? No. (laughs) (laughs) And no. I like that. That was good. Okay. Hey, hey, so that brings me up to, that that brings me up to something. So, um, all these, all these, um, jabs and jokes, uh, about your, uh, I almost said about your height, but about the lack of your height, um, Is is this something you're comfortable with? Is this something that you're not so comfortable with? Oh, I'm so used to it. That's not what I asked. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Are you comfortable with it? Are you cool with it? Does it does it get under your skin? You know, it has at times over the years. Sure. You know, it's just like Eric. Just let's just blow it off. Just gotta let it roll. Yep. Same. Trust me. Same. Right. (laughs) It may not be about short jokes, but yeah, no, same. Um, do you have do you have any good short jokes? Do I? Yeah. No. No. I was hoping I hear a lot of them. Okay, here's here. Let me let me tell you. I was hoping you were going to tell us this joke, and it was going to be this nice long setup. And at the end, I wasn't going to laugh, and I was going to say that joke wasn't very short. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Well, there you go. Oh man. All right. So, um, uh, Eric, what what band or artist would people be surprised that you listen to that they don't know that you're into them? Oh. Is there anybody that comes off top of your head? No. Gene, how about you? Give me a little bit. Probably Muse. Okay. Muse? Yeah. Muse. Very cool. Very Discovered cool. them by accident. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. There, there was a there was a movie that came out with uh, uh, Tom Cruise and, and, oh, golly, the skinny blonde chick. Anyway, it had a, had a Muse song playing in the background. But I'd listen to this, this watch this commercial, and it had this, just, this cool sound in the background. And finally, I caught like a little bit of lyric of, this, of the song in the in the trailer for the for the movie uh-huh so i googled the lyric and it popped up this band so then i started watching this band on and it would i was i got pretty impressed muse is a yeah. pretty phenomenal band yeah for sure for sure that's really cool eric have you come up with anything yet no i'm nope. so i'm so classic rock i'm such that's a, the way i am yeah it's i like i said at the top of the show like i'd rather listen to older music and go further yeah. back in, into the uh discography of of music if you will uh versus you know some of the newer stuff it's right. just not my and hey if that makes me an old guy i'm an old guy so be it I'm, i was I'm... <laughs> i was not a big fan of the 90s and i remember oh my, really my senior year in high school i remember when grunge first hit and then nirvana i'm like who in the hell is this right and all that shit and, <laughs> and i'm like where's the screaming guitar solos where's the yeah, nineties killed a lot of uh, yeah, guitar it, solos. It like was, they, they realized like a, they didn't need it. It was like an atomic bomb just went off. Yeah, and it was. They I thought just, they didn't need it. Exactly. It turns out they were wrong. Yeah, it turns right. out. Guess what's back? Yeah, <laughs> nice try. Yep, for sure. But, um, uh, there was a few nineties band I I did like. You know, I like the Spin Doctors. I thought they were great. Yeah, they were great. So you like more of the um, bands that still remained as quote-unquote bands throughout that time, not like somebody fronted by somebody and then you're just kind of hired guns or fill-ins? Yeah, I was just so against the grunge thing. I wasn't even a huge Pearl Jam fan at that time. Yeah. But, you know, as the years, you know, as you get older and older, you start kind of listening, oh, you know, it's not so bad after a while. Right. <laughs> to this day, I will not listen to Nirvana, you know. Huh. I just, oh. I, I was never a Nirvana fan. Love Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. Oh, big, yeah. Big David Gruel fan, but just okay. never did get into to Nirvana. Right. Yep. That's fair. And now, I like some stuff from the late 90s. The uh-huh. uh, uh, Tonic and Vertical Horizon. That, that's some great stuff. I, and like you said, Jim uh, Blossoms and uh, yeah. Spin mm-hmm. Doctors. Good yep. stuff. Alice yep. in Chains, believe it or not. 
Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Um, for me, I grew up in the nineties anyway, what I grew up listening to was country. So I had missed out on a lot of like the alternative rock and grunge and stuff. So I didn't even have an opinion of it for a long time. It wasn't until like the early two thousands. I was like oh. doing my, that's the beginning of my, okay, I'm going to go back because some of the stuff going forward isn't so hot. And, um, so that's whenever I really discovered a lot of the, um, alternative rock and grunge. And there's a lot that I really liked that I was surprised I slept on, to be honest. Mm. Um, there is some, you know, that I'm just like, man, <laughs> glad we got away from this. But overall, I really did uh, enjoy a lot of the 90s. So, um, yeah. Unfortunately, so yeah. the 90s just was not my favorite decade. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, so I want to kind of show off some of your guys' playing skills and stuff to, again, maybe we, I know I can see in the comments we've got people that aren't even from this area. And so I want to kind of let those people get to know you as well. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and showcase some of uh, you guys playing live. So, uh-oh. Oh boy, here we go. Hope you picked something good. Yeah. Well, let's see here. This was uh, recorded by your wife, actually, from a show at Shuffle. And this is one of my favorite songs uh, of the 80s. So let's check out and see what you guys are sounding like. Now, Gene, this is you singing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I love a clean-sounding guitar solo. Oh, yeah. Paul Tomlinson, clean as it can be. He is absolutely as good as they get. Yep. Yeah, seeing you uh, back there behind the drums, playing and singing, brings me back to... Uh, my transition of playing drums into being a front man. I got tired of having all that equipment and having stuff, you know, as a singer. Um, and it, I was like, man, this is too much to lug around, so I'm just going to start singing only and uh, haven't looked back since. But yeah, that's awesome that you're able to do both. I didn't know you played drums. Yep. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh I hate what happened to his career. That I damn know. music video killed him, and he yeah. could have been definitely talked about as an all-time great. Hi, Paul. Paul says, oh, thanks, guys. Humbling, brother. Uh, let me tell you, as long as you're that good, I've said it before to other people, as long as you sound this good, I have no problem uh, giving you all the kudos that you deserve. Good on you. Yes, Gene, I really love Innuendo. I love you guys. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Thank you. So, I got to say, too, in um, in choosing which video to kind of show of Eugene, I actually um, jumped on your Facebook page, and I saw a video of um, of you guys. I'm wanting to say that maybe that was at Shuffle also, that you had went live and had, the, had your phone sitting off to the side. I got to tell you, I've seen you guys live a couple times for not... I, I mean, I think I've set through a, a whole set 
and then had to go to other, you know, we kind of do the rounds kind of thing. Yeah. And in watching that video, Gene, I've never in my life seen a drummer visibly have so much fun oh. through the whole thing. I mean, oh, yeah. my goodness, like the whole time you're just back here and yeah. just uh, having a great time joking with your bandmates and man, it you exude and just, I mean, that feel good feeling is as visible to people watching. And I, I just, man, kudos to you on that. Absolutely my happy place. It, it, it shows if it wasn't like you're doing a hell of a job acting my man that's insane yeah yes i've noticed that too and i always enjoy watching gene play oh, yeah you guys yep the for high sure screaming harmony and vocals oh my gosh yeah I, I another one i saw was you uh with i can't remember i want to say maybe it was wicked shimmy or somebody and Kristen had got up and was doing alone by heart and you, <laughs> you went up there and did backups and i'm like my oh, goodness such good stuff it's I, I you know both of you guys i appreciate you um being good at your craft so it makes it easier for me to be able to come up with content and be like oh look, here's something that everybody will get to you know kind of see and showcase you guys and man you make my job easy so good on both of you um well, we do we can you know. yeah you know you know uh so hey eric i've got something uh, that's featuring you it is with sister lucille but here's the that's deal fine. you still play a mean bass it doesn't matter what band you're in yes. um this is um um, want to love you. Can you tell me before we play this kind of the setup? Like, where was this at? Where was this recorded? And when? Um, it was, looked like it was in somebody's basement or in a studio or something. Oh, I think that was in Republic at that. I can't remember the guy's name. Was this like early in in the year? Yes, in the winter. Yes. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, was this a studio or just like some random guy's basement or yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally a random guy's basement you pretty much nailed it right there he had it set up though he had it going on but yeah i wish i could tell you more about it i can't remember the guy's name right very now. cool well that's all right let's let's uh give it a check out and and see uh eric gwen doing his thing on the low end yeah yeah baby <laughs> I don't know who mixed this, but the mix sounds good. I can hear you in there. Yep. It's one thing I love about Eric's playing is he knows when to just be basic down low, but then when he can always climb up that fretboard and just fill the crap out of it. Yes. So good. Yep. I agree. Every time you come around me, you make my heart ache. But the feelings that you give me take the pain. So give me all your loving, baby. Please, please, wanna love you in the How long did this take you guys to record this video? A couple hours? Was it pretty quick, or was it kind of a long, arduous progress process? Probably about a couple hours. Yeah. Come on. 
hits from a high harmony or Yeah. Very nice. That's good stuff. Yeah, man. That's that's grooving. And, you know, kind of like what you were saying too, Gene, like um, Eric is very good about knowing when to step up in the mix as far as what he's playing and when to kind of lay back and let others do his thing. I noticed that f- the first time that you filled in Force and Sunset Strip in a pinch situation, and I was like, my goodness, that's a sign of a true player. Seriously. There's um, so many musicians that are, that are good at playing their instrument, but they don't know how to let music breathe. There are places yeah. in oh. songs... The space just, between. Just let the space lie there. Just let it take a breath. Let them let the song take a breath. Right. And yeah. there's some, too many people who just try to jump in there and oh, I got to fill up space, fill up space. And Eric is so good. I've played with him enough times, so many times now, to where he knows to, he knows when to just lay back and let it breathe. And then on the next turn, maybe instead of letting it breathe, let's make somebody else catch their breath. Right. Because he's yes. just going to fill it up and do some crazy stuff and go. Oh, I'm just sitting back there going, holy crap, how did yeah. I do that? <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. And um, it's weird because, you know, you know, started out as a drummer for a long time and then switched to bass and then becoming a full-time bass player. Yeah. It's like... You have that sense of rhythm already. Yeah. yeah. It's like there's been a lot of times, you know, back in the early, you know, in the Trash Angels days when, uh-huh. when uh, Doug Martin was drumming for us, there was one night we were playing at Daily Pub and um, he did a, a drum fill lick. And I'm doing the bass line the same exact way. I mean, I followed his rhythm pattern. <laughs> right. And we both looked at each other yep. like, what the? Was like, <laughs> How did we like, do that? Let's do it again. That was fun. I yeah. always, I tend to follow, well, you have to follow the drummer because he's the main guy that sets the time. He's the foundation. Right. Yep. That's right. And um, I just, you probably have noticed that, Gene. When I've played with you, I'm always trying to get you to follow me, but you know, whatever. <laughs> wow. Sometimes right, it's like herding cats, is it not, Gene? <laughs> <laughs> like little, small, tiny. Mi- so, oh, hey, oh. hey, Eric, over here, over here, man, over here. I know it's it's my age. I'm just kidding. Oh man. Uh, oh wow, look, squirrel. Uh, <laughs> Susan, your wife, Gene, says, uh, Hi, and he added keys with the drums. Uh, as his roadie, I know he moves a lot of equipment. Yeah. Yeah, I move uh, a percussion shop in and out of clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just saying, shout out to all the the music. Uh, the band wives and, and girlfriends and boyfriends, husband, whatever, like you guys put up with a lot. And oh my when you act as roadies and stuff, it really does help us at the end of the night because it's exhausting to be up there on stage. Um, and then knowing that you had to tear all this stuff down and pack it up and put it up. And yeah. So kudos to you guys for helping out too. Yeah. Many, many years ago when Susan and I were first getting together, I was like, okay, you need to understand something. I, I play music and, um, <laughs> You need to be okay with that because that's not going to stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a big part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Part of my soul. Yep, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Paul Tomlinson says, my favorite thing about playing with people are who are music lovers first, fanboys and fangirls who are also great and skillful players. Uh, that's both of these guys, hands down. Yeah, you know, Paul, oh. I, that's a great compliment to both of them, and I couldn't agree more. And it, you, you could see that visibly in them both as they're up on stage playing and and it's really, really refreshing to see. It's, it, I mean, especially honestly, right now, like um, Gene, I know you guys um, did the or are doing uh, the live concert series at uh, Shuffle, and I, I have no issue in my. I, I know that you're going to bring all the energy, no matter if it was a full house or if there's, you know, the 20 people or however many people, 60 people that are allowed in there. 
mm-hmm. your energy level does not change. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that translate on a, on a live stream because, you know, besides it, it, it comes naturally because I absolutely love playing and I love playing for people. I mean, when you start feeding off the crowd and everything like that, but even when there's not much crowd there, you're going to feed off something. I'll feed off the other guys on stage, but yeah. I, I stole this. This is not a gene original. This is not a geneism as I call them. But I I stole this, and it was, somebody was saying you you need to play every gig lights like it's your last gig because one of them will be yeah for whatever oh. reason either you got too old or there was an accident or something happened or everybody's quarantined and you can't freaking go play music play every gig like it's your last gig because I guarantee one of them will be yeah no it's very true uh, very very true and you know I got to say too you're not the first Gene to steal uh, something so. Gene Simmons is always trying to market and trademark every kid saying that he could come across. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, hey, um, let's let's play another game. Um, this is a new game um, that uh, we're featuring this week. This is going to be um, kind of, um, I don't want to say it's complicated because it's not complicated, but at the same time, um, it's just a new spin on an old idea. Um, so what I want to do is... Are you guys familiar with how to play the old uh, game called Tic-Tac-Toe? Never heard of it. Good. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so we're going to play Rock and Roll Tic-Tac-Toe. Uh, this is actually um, Tic-Tac-No. 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 So um, what we're going to do is I'm going to... I was trying to do the YY. Good thing we're not thing. doing a podcast here, Eric. No. <laughs> you know, where sound is, you know, the most important part of what we're doing. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> oh, he's doing YYZ. <laughs> Man, that song. I know you guys wanted me to learn that at one of the gigs. I, yeah. I had to tell Paul and Gene, I was like, I can't. I just, I cannot. So Eric Eric filled in with innuendo for a couple of gigs. We're like, hey, by the way, we do YYZ from Rush. You need to learn that. And I was like, and he's like, uh, <laughs> um, I was dude. like, guys, I would love to. I love that song so much, but holy shit. Yeah. There, I just, it's uh, a bit of a handful. It is. For sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, okay. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go ahead and show you um, our tic-tac-toe board. Okay. Um, let me see on the technical end of things if I can get this figured out. It worked perfectly in practice, but you know, now that we're live, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, anything's possible. Um, so... <laughs> Boom. Got it. Okay. Oh. So here's our little board. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask um, one of you to go first. Um, Eric, you were late getting here, so you do not get to go first. I understand. How about that? <laughs> I'm okay with that. So, so who gets the square? R- right. So, Gene, um, I'm going to let you, again, keep in mind this whole show tonight is all about rock from the year 1970. So right. um, that's why the bands that you see on here are represented today. Um, so... You could see the bands, but they're going to be referring to a song by this band that came out in this year. And the idea is for you to finish the lyric associated with this song. Oh, good lord. So, you know, um, Eric, I know you sing some as well. Um, Gene, you do sing also. So hopefully you guys pay attention to lyrics enough to be able to, to play along. The good thing is these songs have been around for 50 years. So, you know. I'm sure you know them like the back of your so hand. You're saying there's a chance. I'm saying yeah. there's a chance. <laughs> okay, so uh, Gene, what band do you like? Would you like to go uh, with first? Well, oh, let's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. If you get this wrong, by the way, Eric steals your spot. Okay. 
So there's that. Uh, there's that. Okay, so what's your first pick going to be, Gene? Well, I suppose we should go with the Beatles. The Beatles. Okay. Uh, the Beatles, uh, number 51. Let's see here. Let me flip over to this. Nope, that one. <laughs> number. Nope, that's not the one. Yeah, you know. Yay, told you. Okay, let it be. Um, so the lyric for Let It Be is, um, Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom. Boom, got it right. So, that means... Does he get a free drink? Uh, no. <laughs> and by the way, that free is the band, not the, uh, not the artist. Oh. So, uh, let me uh, flip back here. Um, <clears throat> Eric, do you have a pick? Uh, let's see. Keep in mind, this is still Tic Tac Toe. That's the name of the game. So yeah. you're gonna. You should take Elton John because no one could ever understand anything he's saying. Oh gosh, oh, my, my heart. heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> <his> boy. <laughs> let's go with Black Sabbath. Oh, Black Sabbath. Okay. Um. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Oh boy. Let's see what song we've got with Black Sabbath. It is Paranoid. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah, here okay. goes nothing. Here we go. <laughs> People think I'm insane. Something. No, that's not something. I know that part. Uh, I. People think I'm insane. Doesn't something doesn't close my mind or something like oh, that? Oh no, no. But I'll I'll be honest. Like that's a very commonly misheard lyric. Yeah. yeah, nobody knows what it is. Gene, do you know what it is? Nope. Nope. Uh, because I'm frowning all the time. Oh. Mm. So oh. needless to say, since you missed that, I guess what's was, happening? I thought it was eating brownies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. Sure, that, that works. <laughs> Sure. Okay. All right. Um, so now we're back to Gene. Gene, it's your turn. Yes. Uh, you've got two. Um, it, the board's looking definitely in your favor right now. Oh yeah, he's gonna win. Okay, that's that's the spirit, Eric. I love. I, I love it. Oh, uh, sure, Elton John. Elton John. Oh, even though you can't understand yeah, the words, are you just, sure about this? I'm trying to be generous to, to Eric here. <laughs> Your song. Okay. okay. All right. The first part is, and you can tell everybody this is your song. It may be quite simple now that it's done. You know, that's close enough. I'm going to give it to you. It may be quite simple, but now it's done. Okay. Yeah. No, that's 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 a yes in my book. I would have got that wrong. That's why I'm also giving it to him because, right. you know, <laughs> nothing like a good clean sweep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Um So, it, the board is man is it ever looking in Gene's favor. Well, Eric, good luck to you. Yeah, yeah, good luck, Eric. Go ahead and try and block him somehow. I don't think it's going to happen. Let's go with um so much confidence. I know. Oh gosh. I mean, there's one spot here you got to take. It's otherwise he's just going to win. I'll go with guess who. Okay. All right. So what you're saying is you're going to guess the guess who. I'm going to guess at it. 
Okay. <laughs> he also knows that the likelihood of me knowing a Jackson 5 lyric is so bad. It's like, it's like, oh, man. <laughs> By the way, uh, I see you, Dean. Dean Daisy saying, hey, hey, guys, enjoying the chat. Thank you. I appreciate you guys being here and, and checking us out tonight. Do you know? Okay, so um, American Woman by the Guess Who is your song. Okay. Are you ready for this, Eric? Oh, here we go. I mean, go. nothing has ever depended on this more than anything up to this point. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, here we go. I got more important things to do. Than standing around wasting my time with you or something like that. Oh, it's so close. So close. I got more important things to do. Spinning or wasting my time, something. I'm so horrible. Okay. Gene, I'm going to give you a chance to steal it. Do you know it? Uh, Spend my time watching over you. Growing old with you. Growing old with you. Yep. Doggone it. Well, guess what? It was a clean sweep. Yeah. Um, Another karate move there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we we have to know... What the Jackson 5 question Okay, I, yeah. I'm so glad you asked. I don't like leaving open-ended questions and open-ended possibilities, so uh, we will go ahead and go through the rest of these here. Yes! Um, if for nothing else, the joy of those watching at home. Um, and so speaking of joy, we saw it earlier, joy yeah. to the world. Um, you guys have bells there. Go ahead and you've been you've been ring a ding a ding in those all night. So oh, yeah. whoever, by the way, one of them has tape in them, so I'm able to hear audibly which one it is. Oh. So... One's going to be lower pitched and the other is not. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so the first one to ring in with the right answer is going to get this. And I'm here to tell you, we've been keeping score the whole time and nothing matters more than the score of the games that we play here on the audio Rose podcast. So there's that, um, Ashley Barry got the correct words. Uh, then spend my time growing old with you now woman. Mm -hmm. Mm Um, yeah, woman. Very good. Ashley. Jeff Ward says, I, (laughs) Oh God, what did he say? (laughs) The double W. I enjoy Weed and Wanch, though. That's right. It's <laughs> okay. a double W. Yep, yep. Gene knew it was coming. Okay, so joy to the world. Um, Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate the shout-out, buddy. <laughs> First one to finish the lyrics. But I helped him drink his wine. You know, he always has somebody find wine. Boom. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, let's try the Kinks. Lola. Hello, Lola. Okay. Um, where you drink champagne and. Oh, boy. I'm such a music guy. I'm horrible. Oh, yeah. Lyrics. Oh, it's showing. I know. <laughs> I'm just... I think it's drink champagne and eat cherry pie. Oh, you are. Mm, if you were any closer, you'd be thirsty for some cherry cola. Oh, Tastes just like cherry cola. That's right. Yep. You were you were this close, and by this close, I mean the height of Eric Glenn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Missed it, my. Hey, I gave you a fair oh shot to escape all this in the beginning. By the I way, know, that's, I know, that's yeah. Funny. No, you know, I will speak for myself. It comes from nothing but love and respect. Oh, so, well, so there's that. Absolutely. Um, by the way, I do have a fantastic picture of my phone. If I could find it, I would pull it up. Oh. Of, of James Davis. Yeah. Affectionately known as 6'9", another fantastic bass player from Springfield. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and Eric Gwynn standing next to him. Oh, my gosh. Before the show's over, if you're able to find that, we'll throw it up yeah, on the screen. Because, I mean, Eric is looking him square in the nipple. Yeah. <laughs> I used to tell... Uh, <laughs> 
I used to tell six nine, I'll be like, hey, if anybody ever messes with you or gives you a hard time, you let me know. Yeah, I'll take. That. I'll, I'll take yeah, there's that. nothing more intimidating than looking at a man squarely in the round nipple. <laughs> and for a big intimidating man, he is one of the nicest people yeah, you ever is. meet. He's awesome. Yep. Um. Okay. So. Um. Yep. There's your answer. Um. We're gonna skip Jackson five and save that for last. Uh, the second to last one that we've got though is uh, a little CCR Creedence Clearwater Revival. Um, first one to answer this one from the song "Looking Out My Back Door." Okay. Okay. Tambourines and elephants are playing in the band. Something. Look at all the something. I look at all. Look at them all. Look at all the poo that's on the street. I got some in my hand. Oh, man. Gene, how'd you know? I, <laughs> I, sounds good to me. Well, it's actually not on your hand. It's in the flying spoon. It says, okay. uh, won't you take a ride on the flying spoon? Uh, won't you take a ride uh, on the So fly? close. Yeah. Yep. So close. Yep. Poo, spoon, close. Poo, okay. Um, okay. The time has come, gentlemen. Okay. The Jackson 5. I'll be there. Oh. Okay. Mariah carried. <laughs> she did, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the lyrics in question are, you and I must make a pact. Eric, what say thee? I don't know. I really don't. You and I. I don't really. Nothing? No, I have nothing. <laughs> you and I must make a pact. We must bring salvation back. Where there is love, I'll be there. Or something like that. We've never sounded better, gentlemen. We've never sounded better. Okay. So, enough of that. I, I was highly confident that I would have no idea. We didn't no do idea. the free one. Wasn't there a free? Did we not? Do we skip free? Yeah, we skip free. Oh, we can't be skipping free. Here I thought it was a free space. Ah. <laughs> All right now. Okay. Very close, Green. Now, I've got a lot of confidence in both of you on this one, so uh, prove me right, please. Okay, here we go. I took her home to my place. Watch never move on her face. Ooh, for the win. Gene gets all the points. Gene, you point hoarder. <laughs> As if winning the game wasn't enough. All the bonuses you slept with, too. Sorry, man. <laughs> if anybody knows me, I am horrible with the lyrics. And what's funny, I actually... Part of my drum kit, there is a music stand on my left side. Okay. With a three ring binder, old school, not a not a, yes. not a tablet or anything. Old school three ring binder with every lyric sheet that I sing. It's right there for me to look at. Yeah. And who did I steal that from? Billy Joel. Oh really? We we saw Billy Joel, my wife and I, years ago. Yeah. And he's at his grand piano and he's got a three ring binder in front of him and he goes. He goes, I'm old, I've written a lot of songs, so get over it. And he flips through there and <laughs> finds Nick's song, and he's, he literally has the lyric sheet out of a three-ring binder staring right in front of him. Wow, that's like, awesome. I was like, I'm okay with that now. I still do it. I still keep my lyrics on the floor so people can't see it. I don't right. care if they see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> You'd rather people see that you're reading versus uh, oh. looking like a fool and not knowing the words. Oh, no, right. oh yeah. look, apathy. I don't care. <laughs> right. Wild. Uh, and looking at these comments, people that are playing along with this are, yeah. are really killing it. So uh, kudos to you guys. Good job. Um, so uh, I want to say uh, real quick before we move on, um, I was over at uh, Tara uh, Fritz's birthday party this week. 
Um, and I wanted to say happy birthday to Tara and a shout out yeah. um, uh, to the Unsung Dreamers podcast, the musical journeys of the not so rich and famous. Um, be sure to check them out. They're doing um, uh, Facebook Live exactly like this. Um, and theirs is Thursday nights at seven. Um, and they do have an actual audio podcast, but because of um, all the stuff that's on their plate, the quarantine, et cetera, et cetera, in life, um, that's kind of on pause for right now. Um, but they've really been having a great time. I've actually even uh, jumped in on some of their online stuff, and it's it's a hoot. So if you if you're digging this, be sure to go and check out the Unsung Dreamers, and they're doing a lot of fun stuff over there as well. So those are some great great pieces they put together. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. I, you know, and on their actual audio show, um, they do a lot of deep dives. I've told them a million times. I don't know if they, they dig this analogy or not, but to me, it's a lot like um, a local behind the music, like VH1 behind the music, yeah. to where you're actually able to get the deep dive and kind of really get to know the foundation of the person that you go and see um, when you go out and watch the band. Um, and I think that's really cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing them get back into that, um, as well as doing the uh, the live streams. So I think they should have Gene on there. I think so too. I think so too. I know. I know that they've said in the past. Um, <laughs> they've said in the past anyway that they've got you know a whole list of people they want to get to, and I understand too. I've got two guests with me all the time, and it's a. I think for me that's a perfect balance. But a lot of people have more than two people in their band, so to have the two of them host plus you know a full band, everybody's talking on top of each other, and it just doesn't make for good podcast material. Right. So I understand that they're going through the rotation too of. You know, get one person from a band, get a person from this band, and then come back and get another person from this band, another, and so on and so forth. So, needless to say, go check them out. The Unsung Dreamers podcast, the musical journeys of the not so rich and famous. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. Uh, gentlemen, let's play another game. Yes. Woo! Okay, so uh, you guys seem to be less knowledgeable in your lyrics, but very knowledgeable in your random trivia. So, we're going we're gonna to test that out. Okay. Um, Man, I was our, waiting for a Night Ranger song to start. Yeah. Our graphics department's been killing it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, by the way, Paul Tomlinson says, check out the Russ Weatherby episode of Unsung Dreamers. Yes, and hear all about the story of grapefruits and the significance of grapefruits and Russ Weatherby. Oh, okay. I'll have if you don't know that story, you're missing it. Yeah, I need to. Okay, so music trivia. Gentlemen, let's begin. Start your engines. The Doors was the first band to ever advertise a new album. Oh, by the way, you can use these little um, dry erase boards if you if you'd like to do so to write your answer. Ooh, kind of um, like like Jeopardy. Yeah, you know, Gene. That's the Gene Cam. Uh, there's there's stuff over there. You know, you're you got this. I wanna hold your hand. No, I don't. You can. You're like Jared. I'll take Doors for two hundred. Doors for two hundred. Okay. Well, I don't have 200, but I, I do have some doors. So, All right. The Doors was the first band to ever advertise a new album, A, on a yard sign, B, on a billboard, C, in a newspaper, or D, on television. All right, gentlemen, your answers, please. D, TV is what Gene says. Eric is over there doodling. A little doodle. I like the doodle. <laughs> What's your answer, Eric? I like the doodle. I like the doodle. I like the doodle. That's my love. I also I like, like to doodle. Do <laughs> yeah, you can just put the letter. Cause yeah, you, you really could. You don't have to write it all out. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know. Please show your work. I always hated that. There was, that was a thing on Facebook just this week. Up. Somebody asking about how you add, uh, what was it like, six plus eight, and how like show your show your work for that. And I'm like, you, you should just know the answer. How about that? <laughs> That's a lot of hash marks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of pound signs. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Oh man. You realize there's a time limit to yeah. this. Yeah. Hey Eric, you, oh, this is yeah. Go. There you there go. go. Oh, finally. B. Okay, now this better be the right answer as long as that took you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the answer is, uh, wait, let's see. Anybody online um, have an answer for this? I don't see anybody chiming in yet. Here we go. Uh, it's a brand new car. You have to catch up next time. B on a billboard is the correct answer. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Jeff Ward says, today, Eric. I know. <laughs> I'm throwing that up because everybody needs to no, see that. No, he's right. Oh, he's that's right. the wrong one. Uh, Brian said D. Nope, not on television. I was with you, Brian. Today, yeah. Eric. Yep. yep. I know, Jeff. I know. Yeah, uh, on television would have actually been a, a pretty uh, yeah. a good guess. As peop- many people that know me, I'm horrible at making decisions. I'm a- Okay, well, that's- today's the day to turn that shit around, know, Eric. Right. And I this know. is the reason we give you a song list. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's try another question, shall we? Oh, why did I... Leonard Skinner got their name from a high school teacher, Leonard oh. Skinner, who suspended students for A, having long hair, B, chewing gum in the hallways, C, wearing the color green, or D, humming in class. Time's up. Boom. Ooh. Oh, Eric, I'm impressed with your skills. All right, Gene says A, having long hair, and uh, Eric also says long hair. Let's it's see. Magnagamous. Let's see if this magnagamous. Uh, Kim also says A. Um, okay. Uh, ben says B. The final answer is. The final, the final answer. <laughs> a, having hey, long hair. Hey. Get a haircut, you damn hey. hippie. Do my Fonzie. I don't think the Terminator had thumbs, especially articulating thumbs. (laughs) Anybody else double jointed in their thumbs? Yes, this one. Random. My left one. Yeah. See, the stuff that you learn on the Audio Roast podcast is mind boggling, let me tell you. So, (laughs) better stick to drumming, Gene. I I got nothing. (laughs) All right, let's try another. Queen has the longest running blank according to the Guinness Book of World Records. A. Fan club. B. Record spent at number one on the top 40 charts. C. Dis- uh, display held at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Or D. Rock song. Which does Queen have the lon- longest running of according to the Guinness Book of World Records? Well, it shouldn't be rock song because 2112 is a freaking album side. Yeah. Jeff Ford says the Terminator wasn't five feet tall either. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we got to have you on the show for nothing else. Our, our laugh track. You stop it, Jeff. It's killed out, man. You stop it. Um, <laughs> Jeff, what you can't see is the fact that I'm watching Eric's little feet swing above the floor. Yes. <laughs> I cannot touch the floor. All we see is a chair swaying this way and that way, and he it's just, just him kicking his feet. He looks happy. He's just trying to get I'm a happy. toehold somewhere. Hi, Kim. I don't know who you are, but hi. Uh, she's a friend of mine. She, I actually used to cut her hair uh, for a long time, and we became really good friends. And she's also a big supporter of local music. Oh, so, um, nice to meet you, Kim. 
Jeff says, I'm there, dude. Cool. Uh, you're actually not here, but maybe in weeks to come, and we'll get you here. I've actually got a really good show idea for uh, Jeff Ward to be on. So, uh, looks like everybody's saying, A. Guys, what are your answers here? Can't, I can't really see it. Really okay. Right. Again, I'll Let's read it for it you. Uh, a. Fan club. B. Record spent at number one on the top 40 charts. C. Display held at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Or D. The longest running rock song. I'm going to go with. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I'm going to some C's. Let's see what the internet says. Um, internet. Kim says A. Uh, Brian says A. A. And the answer is... Wikipedia says... Fan club. Uh, oh. oh, Get out of here. Yep. Okay, the answer is A. Fan ah. club. They've had the longest running fan club, according yeah, to the Guinness f- Book of World Records. Um... Ashley Berry, you were going to say C, and I was going to say, you're wrong. You're freaking wrong. <laughs> Let's try another one. Oh, the good old Jackson 5. Yes. The Jackson 5 had four number one hits on the U.S. Billboard's Hot 100 chart in 1970. Which single was their first chart topper? Was it A, I Want You Back? Was it B, ABC? Was it C, The Love You Save? Or D, I'll Be There? I already got that one. <laughs> that is one way of doing it. Dude. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to guess that uh, you've got the right, got either the right or wrong song, but you definitely have the right answer. <laughs> that's wow! I didn't see I didn't see that one coming, and that's great. Uh, let's just go ahead and find out what the answer is here. I liked it. Gosh, why did I not? Yeah, that? I mean, Eric, you could have copied. I wouldn't have given you in school suspension. <laughs> if it's oh. I'll be there, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, let's see here. Um, the answer is I want you oh, back. I got it right. Yes, Boom. I got A and B and C. <laughs> Gene got it right. <laughs> Circle all the These dogs. jeans, I'm telling you, they find a workaround for everything. <laughs> that was great. Gene, that was awesome. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Oh, Jeff Forts says B as well. Yes. Okay, let's try another one. The Beatles released their final album a month after they officially broke up. When did this album come out? March 1970, May 1970, June 1970, or January 1971? stab at this. Jean says C, June 1970, and Eric says A, March of 1970. I thought I'd go with my birthday month. Oh, okay. That's that's a fair call. Um, You were born in March of 1970? Well, March, but not 1970. <laughs> Three years later. Three years later. Yeah. Um, Brian Bencourt says uh, D. I'm sorry, Bettencourt. Um, Kim Grummery says D and Kareen says, I think C. Well, let's see what the answer is here. Ladies and gentlemen, the answer is B oh. May of 1970. And you know, what's crazy. I almost went with that. I Did almost you, you almost went against your own birthday month. How could you, I Eric? My goodness. I know. I had a 25% chance. The world we live in. I know it. <laughs> I almost picked B. 
Uh, okay. Edwin Starr had his only number one hit on the Billboard's Top 40 Pop Singles in 1970. Which song was it? Was it A, Stop the War Now, B, Double Agent O Soul, C, 20, uh, 5 Miles, or D, War? Whoa. Wow. Good I look God. up and everybody's, ha! What is it get for? Ha! Absolutely nothing. nothing. Say it again. I'll say it out wall. Good God. Ha! James Brown, jump oh. back. Ew, kiss my smell. Kiss my I, smell. Do, I, I always wish James Brown would have covered that song. I wish he wasn't that so high been, on life he could have. That would have been a perfect song for <laughs> Mr. James Brown. Hi. Yeah, I didn't even I'm gonna skip the Jeopardy music. We didn't even need it. The answer yeah. is D Wah. Good God. Ha! What it isn't good for. Absolutely nothing. Anybody else need to go and watch Rush Hour now because of this? Dude, oh, yeah. that was a great movie. I love that one. <laughs> ah, it's good stuff. Jackie Chan. I, I cannot uh, listen to that song and not do the little the little dance that they do in that movie. They so. made a great pair. They I, did. That was a great team. For sure. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, Ward, right. Jeff Ward says D, 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 uh, triple Ds. Um, Ooh, I like uh, triple tripe Ds. Tripe triple Ds. Ds. <laughs> Uh, yeah, leave it to Jeff to not be satisfied with double Ds. Um, Gotta have the triple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, in February of 1970, oh. Baby Take Me in Your Arms became a hit song for which one of the following artists? Christy, Derek, Jefferson, or Keith? The music's done. You must. I know. An Take me right. Back. It's like you know the, the song's over and he's still playing bass solo over there. There's yeah. no money on this. <laughs> right. You, there, but there again, oh, I can't stress this enough. There's all the points in the world that are so valuable at stake here. So, and I'm over here tallying him up and keeping score. So I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, Eric, what's your answer? I pick D. Keith Moon. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's Moon. <laughs> uh, and Gene says A. Christy. Um, the internet's say nothing yet. There's, I know, I'm I sure you know the good old 30 second live stream delay. I went with a quick A because I have absolutely no idea. A, 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 A. Thomas Jefferson sucker. Oh. It's actually just Jefferson. <laughs> and at the end of it, should say Starship. Right. You know, uh, depends on the lineup. Kind of like Crosby, Neil, Crosby, Stills, Neil Young, uh, Nash. All you know. Something like that. I need I need more notes. You need more coffee. I, I, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. My cup runneth low. Right now we're here for coffee talk. Pop, All right, let's do coffee. one more of these uh, music trivia questions here. Founded in California in 1970 with John Hartman on drums, this band added a second drummer on 19, in 1971 and has stuck with that format ever since. Is that A, the Allman Brothers, B, the Bellamy Brothers, C, the California Brothers, or D, the Doobie Brothers? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. Eric's going with the Almond Brothers, and Gene is going with the Doobie Brothers. Hmm. Okay. All right. That says a lot about your personalities. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, totally dig it, bro. This is groovy. Uh, Brian says D. Lisa says D, and Jeff says D. 
No triple D, just a single D on that one yeah. from Jeff. Let's find out what the answer is. Breast reduction. Tis the Dube Brothers. Ah, oh, of course it is. Mother. Almond Brothers, hmm. they had two drummers, didn't they? Yeah, but the, unfortunately, one of them wasn't named John Hartman. Yes, that's a, that's a very critical. Big clue. Huge, yeah. <laughs> huge, 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 well, a huge clue. Well, let's see here. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, sir. So, um, uh, so here's here. Um, yeah, <laughs> pressed it by that. I had no much. idea. That is uh, music trivia. Uh, with uh, Gene Whedon and Eric Gwynn here on the Audio Rose Podcast. We're going to take one last quick little uh, less than a minute break, and we'll be right back with another game. I'm going to do this with my Oh. Are you interested in being a guest? We, we, we want, want, want you, 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 you. Please message or email if you are interested in becoming a guest for the show. We'd love to have music lovers of all kinds join in on our fun. Message and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the Audio Roast Podcast. Or send us an email with questions, comments, suggestions, or topics you'd like to hear discussed to the Audio Roast Podcast at gmail.com. Just like that, we're back. You miss us? We missed you. We missed you, back. Okay, so we've got uh, one final segment that we're going to do today. Guys, I've saved the best for last. This is actually my favorite segment that we do. This is actually the beginning uh, of what created this show. Was This was the idea that... Uh, that I came up with um, and we were actually going to do the whole show as this. And I decided to make this into just a segment. Um, and so this is covering covers. That was some low end. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, that's God. bassy. That's beefy. <laughs> that was like what? 30 Hertz. Oh, I think it was yeah. actually 22.3. I, yeah. Mm. Again, we touched on this earlier, but talk about uh, all the low end of the mix on modern music. It's definitely, there you go. The ladies <laughs> love the low end. <laughs> they, they, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, yeah. There's something I want to say, but I'll move on. About the <laughs> so many opportunities. Oh, my right goodness. There. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say it. The door uh, just swung open. I'll just say it. So, uh, Gene, you seem to know your uh, journey trivia or your journey trivia very well. Uh, in my band, old band, Sunset Strip, uh, we used to play Journey, and every time before we would play a Journey song, our bass player would yell out, Bitches love Journey. Let <laughs> <laughs> me guess, Snyder? No, no. no. Josh. Yep. Josh, Josh Chilton. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. We have a so, terrible thing we do on stage, which is whenever we're getting ready to do, well, not just Journey, but something is like the antithesis. <laughs> it's, just, it's so terrible. I'll get in the microphone and go, okay, who likes ACDC? And it'll be like, you know, 50 people. Yeah! And we'll start off with a Journey song. Perfect. It's, nice. <laughs> Dean and Paul are looking at me like, dude, stop doing that. You're going to piss somebody off? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I uh, in my production company, I do a lot of work with the Dirty Saints. And they are known for doing the same kind of thing in a different way. They'll have uh, like a keyboard intro to um, a journey song, and yeah. then they'll they'll take that and turn it into a different journey song that's more rocking. So you see yeah, the beginning, you know, on the piano, and you hear it, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm gonna take my sweetheart and go out on the dance floor." And you see him, and like they play just enough to, for him to kind of get two little shuffles in and change it up, and everybody's like, "Separate ways." Yeah. Okay. Well, it, <laughs> helps, it helps when you've got Richard Kittleman. 
on keyboards who knows every song known to mankind. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Journey Tribute himself. Yeah, yeah. Wow. indeed. Okay, so again, as a reminder, all of these um, songs um, and artists and whatnot that we're covering and covering covers, again, is from the year 1970. All right. So some of these are going to be really great. Some of these are really going to suck, and we're just going to let them have it. Okay. So um, there's going to be a randomizer. Um, so it picks which video, like you see right here. Gene, tell us when to stop. Stop. Layla by the Scary Pockets, as done by Derek and the Dominoes. Okay, real quick, I want to tell you about this. Uh, this was filmed in April of 2019 at Union Stage in Washington, D.C. Um, this is um, it's actually a funk version of Layla, um, and they're described as a rotating roster of the best session musicians in the Los Angeles area. Um, and they release weekly videos in pursuit of the funk. Uh, their YouTube channel has over 123 million views. So let's check out the like Scary this. Pockets. Yep. What do you do when you get lonely? No one waiting by your side. You've been running hiding much too long. No, it's just your foolish pride. Layla, got me on my knees. Layla, got me begging, please. Layla, darling, won't you ease my worried mind? Some good bass work, too. Yeah. Oh, snap. This song really conforms to funk well, I think. Most songs do in the right hands. True. Yeah. True. Very true. Yep. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Scary Pockets. Yep. That, that same keyboard player is there almost every time. Yeah, he's very good. Very good. Um, yeah, like I said, they they upload stuff every week. So if you like that, they, they have a plethora of stuff to choose from. A lot of cool stuff. Yeah. yeah that, that, I like that a lot. Yep, for sure. Um, okay, I'm going to hit this randomizer. And Eric, you tell me when to stop. Okay. Maybe I'm amazed by a buff Carell, uh, as done by Paul McCartney. Yes. So this video was uploaded March 27th of 2020. So this is a brand new video. Um, it has 4,386 views as of uh, the the making of this show, and he has 301,000 subscribers. Wow. So uh, I think this could be really good. Let's check out Buff Carell. Yo, what's poppin'? It's your boy Buff Crud, baby. Back him up at the Love You Know How to It's your boy Buff Crud. You tell him the level. And for wings, we're gonna push it like we do it uh, tonight. We're gonna do Is that a picture of himself on this wall? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I don't know if he was the lead singer. I think I'm seeing that right. That's what that is. Paul London, not Paul London, but um, mm-hmm. Aha! Somebody's gonna have to write that for me. I don't know exactly who is that. But it's gonna move. There's only four. You don't know him? Maybe I'm amazed by Paul McCartney. Let's get. 
Oh great. I would have to pick the Oh my god. <laughs> Eric, what have you done to us? I don't know. Oh my god. I'm glad he's warmed up. This should be good. He's getting ready to do it. What what is he doing? Everybody wants Gone. Bob, where's the dog? Gone. <laughs> oh, gone. Stop, please, sir. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Why is he sweating so much? Because he's working so hard. Look at what it did to my eyes right now. It just made my eyes crossed. Yeah. We don't understand why he's singing. I don't understand why he's doing all these dance moves to the Beatles. Here we go, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Eat your heart out, Mariah. Yeah. Yeah, he said yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no singers were used during the making of this video. Oh, my. Right. Holy shit. What just happened? Eric. Oh, fine now, man. Eric, I don't think I'm going to allow you to hit that random button again. No. Jesus. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm sorry. I know, Jeff. Nice pick. I I'm know. sorry to our listeners. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kim says, my ears. <laughs> Jeff, shoot me now. My ears are bleeding. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh. That was just downright Okay. Awful. All right. Gene, please don't do us dirty. <laughs> Tell us when to stop. Stop. Ooh, Child in Time. Ooh. Stormbringer. That's uh, as done by Deep Purple. Okay. Yes. Uh, let me go through my little Rolodex here. Watch it, will be another. <laughs> um, Child in Time by Stormbringer. Um, I'm pretty sure this is uh, a, a German band, but I'm not 100% sure on that. It was uploaded July 23rd of 2012 and recorded in the Theater Periscope in the Netherlands. Uh this video has 52,000 views and they have 257,000 subscribers. Uh, and they're actually a deep tribute. I'm sorry, a deep purple tribute yeah. band. So hopefully Gene is, has gotten us out of this uh, <laughs> <laughs> funk, if you will, that we were just in with this uh, last guy. So God, again, this wa- is Stormbringer. Let's check out Child in Time. That made me want to drink. Sweet Child in Time. I got to open for Deep Purple. It's really cool. Sounds really good. His voice and the organ both. You better close your eyes. I was waiting for that. He looks a lot like Ian Gillen, too.
such a good song. Jeff Ward says Jared likes the way that guy plays the organ. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Impressive. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you say, yeah, to. Obviously a heavy smoker. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh man, good at, stuff. At the end of the song, I think it goes. All right, Eric, I'm gonna give you a chance to redeem yourself. Yeah, here. God, I don't want to go through that. Oh boy, here we go. All right, here we go. Tell us when. Stop. Ah, the immigrant song by Death, Death May, May Die. Die. Wow. Led Zeppelin. Hmm. <laughs> this sounds scary. Oh boy. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, all I know, I don't really know a lot about this uh, video. Uh, I know it was uploaded uh, October seventeenth of two thousand and twelve. Um, wow! That's uh, really about all I know. So let's uh, let's just see what we're in for, shall we? Makeup on yeah. and the play- bass player from Hogwarts. <laughs> Lisa Bedencourt says, My makeup after a long night out. <laughs> uh, that's about three long nights out. I've seen that makeup, Lisa. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, Brian says, uh, Likes my dancing. Oh, nice. That was Eric dancing last week. Yep. Look, the bass player is actually doing the run. That's a that's a hard run that's to do. So yes. Hard. Yeah, it is. Especially cleanly like that. Every time a band tries to pull this song off, I'm always watching the bass player right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Uh, Jeff Ward says, "Who is Death May Die?" Do you guys know who Death May Die is? I've heard of them. Have you? No. Uh, I think their lead singer is sitting right across from you. <laughs> that was my. That's I almost said my old band. I'm still in that band. We've been together for over 12 years now. And that was you wearing um, that makeup. That was me. Uh, that I was down. Recognize you. Well, actually, now that I flip my card around, I have all kinds of information about that video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was at uh, the Outland downstairs, um, and that was on a Monday night. And I just wanted to kind of showcase that uh, it doesn't have to be a Friday or Saturday night right. to have a good crowd, um, especially here in Springfield. I hear people all the time talk about how hard it is to get people out and stuff, but 
I don't care who you are or what style. If you do something quality, people will come. So I am so relieved that I had no disparaging comments about that. Uh, I actually gave a heads up to the guys and I was like, you got to watch tonight. And they were all game. Like it's again, it's, you know, almost 10 years old, that video. So uh, we've grown as musicians, but it's, it was like, I don't have very many opportunities because in my band, death may die, we write all of our own music and we'll throw in like a cover and in a show. And so that's one that we did. So to be able to throw it in on the show on the audio roast podcast, it's, it's a one in a million shot. And I just happened to be able to do it. So I did it. Now I remember it. Now I do remember you being in that band, Death May Die. Yeah, yep, indeed. I had to refresh um, my memory on that. And Lisa, I'm here to tell you that makeup does last uh, all night, and yeah. it's hard to get off. Um, so yeah, needless yeah. to say. Who was your bass player? Uh, Cody Schmidt is my bass player. I don't. Yeah. Do you still have the beard? <clears throat> oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess I don't know. Him. It's um, and again, that's ten years old. He hasn't cut it once since. Wow. So yeah, so, it's so what you saw can, there is. Now you can just put it in his pocket. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, Jared, didn't you do a King Diamond tribute? I did do a King Diamond tribute. Yeah. So that's also really funny that you said something about King Diamond, Gene, um, because I, I'm also in a King Diamond tribute band. Right. Um, and our drummer from Death May Die is the same drummer that we have in Eye of the Witch, our King Diamond tribute band. So um, we actually um, had Jeff Stone play bass in the King Diamond. I was just getting yeah. to say that. Yep. Uh-huh. So um, and and the the spot was offered to Cody and is. I mean, the door's always open there. Cody is a very creative person. That's also part of why we only do like one, maybe two, if we have a long set um, of cover songs, because he likes to have that creative flow um, of making his own material and, and, and giving it to people. So, but yeah, so that's Death May Die. All right. Um, Gene? Hey. Tell us when. Stop. No Matter What by Rumor, as done by Badfinger. Hmm. You guys familiar with this song? Yeah. No matter what you love. Yep. So this was published on November 2nd of 2010, but it was recorded all the way back in 1995 at the Jubilation in Bedford, Texas. Bedford, Texas? Good old Bedford, Texas down at Jubilation. Boy, I hope you can beat a full half. <laughs> this video has 3,270 views, and it was uploaded by Billy Casey, who has 293 subscribers. So let's check out No Matter What. This is the jubilation. If I didn't know better, I'd say this is Richard Kittleman's basement. A drummer singing, that's crap. That's absolute crap. You can't be doing that. Yeah. You know what I don't see there, Gene? I don't see any lyrics. (laughs) Boy, he's obviously talented. A humble man. Um, no, I can't tell. I think the backup singer in the black dress, I'm pretty sure that's, uh, I hope they show it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Scott Henry right there in the black dress. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, that's definitely uh, uh, pre-perm Scott Henry. Chewing his gum, too. My choir teacher would have had my ass. Nice. Yeah. 
Yep, indeed. It was actually pretty well done. That was yeah. actually really well done. And I'm assuming that came off of VHS, and that was, I mean, I heard it fairly decently. I mean, obviously, it's not a HD mix, but, uh, right. but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Ward says, a skinnier Scott. Skinnier Scott. <laughs> Back in the day, whenever Scott Henry was delving in uh, uh, the, the uh, King Diamond makeup as well, he just went on the on the uh, softer side of things, you might say. All right. That was... <laughs> That was Scott Henry in the Triple D. And <laughs> the Triple D's. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Man, guys, I want to say thanks for being here tonight. I've had a really good time. I hope you guys have enjoyed your time here as well. Oh, yeah. um, again, thank you for the short notice and, and making it uh, happen tonight. Um, I want to give you guys a chance again uh, to plug your upcoming shows. Um, Eric, I know you said you had different things in the works. You're doing a heart tribute band and... Again, do you have a date set or anything for a first show? Paul said, "I think we're looking at August or September somewhere." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, and then uh, Gene, I know um, Innuendo is doing uh, the uh, Licks, the live interactive concert series at Shuffle next week. Is that correct? Yeah, it'd be a week from today. Okay. Oh, good. You bet. Very cool. At so seven o'clock. The thing is, um, Mood Ring is it Mood Ring Circus today? Mood Ring Circus. Yep. And they start here in about twenty minutes or so. It looks so, like so. In seven days and twenty minutes, it'll be us. <laughs> seven awesome. days and twenty seven minutes. Seven days and twenty minutes. Yeah, that's what quarantining will do. It that's makes you right. count down to the minute. <laughs> and then on July eighteenth, we'll be back at Shuffle again with okay. a regular show. Hopefully. All the all the bands and and uh, distancing stuff will be lifted, so we can have a nice yeah bunch of people out there for sure. Now, are you guys playing that show by yourself, or do you have anybody else um, playing us. along with you? It's just us, cool. And, and unless a bunch of other people show up, <laughs> and the yeah. stage becomes a rotating <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> uh, menagerie yeah. of folks. Yep. Uh, by the way, do you enjoy it when that happens, or are you like get the hell off my stage? People? No, I think it's cool. I mean, it, it, I do too because I. It, it, uh, I don't know. It's it's Springfield's got such an amazing music community. There's for no bigger than this metropolitan area is the the amount of amazing musicians consistently blows my mind. And there's no greater compliment for uh, I think for, for for me as a musician, there's no greater compliment when I can look out in a crowd and see people that I know and I go, that person's awesome. That person's awesome. Holy crap! I can't believe they're here. And I love watching him on stage or her on stage. I mean, there's when the, when those people show up and then they want to. They're w- they want to and they're willing to come up and, and play and sing with you. It's like, <laughs> come on up. This is great. Right. right. So, yep. yeah, no, there's no better compliment. I think it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Paul Tomlinson said this was a loaded fun, guys. Uh, looking forward to more for show. Um, yeah, you know, on the uh, having other people on stage, um, I'll be honest, I've, I've changed my mind over the over the course of time. I used to absolutely hate it because um, I we worked so hard in practice to make sure that we knew the songs and that we were together from the start to the end of them. That anytime you throw in um, kind of a, a a missing link, sort of say, with somebody else on stage, you take that chance of that balancing act of are they going to know how we do it and be able to to hang in there and stuff. But that's really what makes it fun, and that's, that's honestly what makes, what it, makes it musicians yep. um, is being able to read each other in the moment and stuff, and still be able to pull things off. Um, so I have done 180 um, for the most part. Now there's sometimes where it's like, okay, this is my song. People know me for singing this or know me for playing this. Yep. But yeah, it's really cool to to just bring community together and, and get everybody on stage. That's great. It is fun when it absolutely comes undone. My, it's one of my favorite lines from Scott Henry is that so one of them came undone one time when somebody was filling in something. He gets up in the mic and goes, folks, if you watch CNN tonight, you can see the live footage of that train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Um, uh, Kim says, can't wait until restrictions ease up uh, to come watch you guys play live. Yeah. Awesome. Yep, very cool. 
Um, same. We can't wait to get out there and play for you guys. So, um, all that being said, uh, I want to say thanks to all of you for tuning in and watching us tonight. When this is over, be sure to share it to your page and stuff and tell somebody about it. Even if you tell one person, you're doing us a big favor here at uh, the Audio Roast Podcast. So um, next week, again, uh, just to recap, we're doing a classic album clash where we take um, two albums from the same artist and bout them uh, head to head versus one another uh, and take them track by track to determine which is the better album. And next week, we're going back streets back. All right. Um, so I do already have one guest booked for next week's show, but if you out there are a Backstreet Boys fan and I don't know about it, and I'm telling you, I don't know about it, you need to hit me up this week and let me know because you could be sitting right here on the show and I'd love to have you, um, talk all things boy bands. So if that's your stick, we got a seat for you. Um, so we're going to sign off here tonight and I uh, want to say one more time thanks to Gene and to Eric, uh, Eric for being yeah. here tonight. And be sure to check out the Mood Ring Circus over at Shuffle. Um, you can check out on their Facebook page or even Tom Hembry who's um, doing the whole thing. Um, it's also streaming from his page as well. So thank you very much and we will see you next week. See ya. Thanks, Jared. Yep, Bye. thank you. Thank you, Jared.